Well, hello again and welcome in. Wherever you are today and wherever you're listening from, I'm so happy to have you over to Feast Upon God's Word together. Get your plate ready today and take a seat. It's the 44, which is Matthew 4, 4. Man cannot live on bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Let's eat. I'm your host, Jed Yancey, and today I'd like to just explore one more part of pursuing peace. Uh, last week we, we talked about some things in regards to this, and yet I felt like this part specifically that we're going to dive into today deserved its own episode because uh, it's major. And in, in fact, I, I would say personally, I needed this part of studying peace more than maybe you do. And so let me, let me start with an admission. Uh, I'd say since the craziness of 2019 and, and 2020, I've followed the news more than I ever have before. Uh, I don't necessarily watch the news, but but I read, and and my go-to is actually, you know, online news outlets or, or Twitter, which is you know just quick shots of of what's happening, and and if I want to look more into whatever it is, I'm, I will, and. I'm going to guess I'm probably not the only one that has had a heightened sense of, of awareness of what's going on in the world around us since, you know, the COVID and, and mass and vaccines and shutdowns and the 2020 elections and Biden and Trump and protests and, uh, you know, peaceful and non-peaceful protests and January 6th and the the stock market crash and then rally like crazy and and more recently what's happening in other countries with wars and fighting and bombs and and all craziness that that went on and has gone on and unfortunately still does i mean honestly like as i reflect on these last few years outside of my own personal life it's really a lot and, and will be pretty crazy one day to tell my grandchildren about these days that we're living in. Uh, that is, of course, if we can follow up all this mess of a few years with, with some time of, of peace. I mean, it's super easy to turn on any news outlet of your choice and, and feel like the, the lack of peace will never end. And so I guess my question for you today is, what role do I play in all of this pursuing peace? Like, I think for several years now, I've I've felt a little helpless in all of this craziness. I mean, in, in thinking about the question, what role do I play, it can sometimes feel like, you know, I'm, I'm so small compared to everything that's going on. So I, I feel helpless. Or, or I guess maybe I've thought, you know, this is all just so far away. And most of the stuff happening in the world is happening to people I don't know and I will never meet. And, and get this, I've, I've even gone in my mind, maybe you have too, to the place of saying, well, you know, th those people are getting exactly what they deserve. And maybe they are, but maybe they aren't. But I came across a, a passage here recently that I didn't add into my preaching two weeks ago on on pursuing peace. Uh, I didn't add it to our small groups questions. I, I just really used it for me uh, to change me. 
And then I thought even more on it and, and felt like, man, Jed, people probably need to hear this. Um, and what's more, those those that are Christians need to hear this. And even more than that, Christians need to do this. Like, I need to do this. And really, it popped up in a class that I'm, I'm teaching right now on, on prayer and in preparation was was reading from 1 Timothy chapter 2. I want you to listen to this passage from here. Uh, This is Paul writing to Timothy mainly to give him instructions regarding the church, but but I think what we can apply today for our 44 is that what we're about to read is not just a collective, um, you know, those of us that come together and make up the church do this, but we individually need to do this as well. 1 Timothy chapter 2, verses 1 and 2. And, and brace yourselves. Here we go. Paul writes, first of all, as in like, you know, a matter of first importance with all these things I'm about to follow with. So, first of all, I urge you, or I beg you, I beseech you, that entreaties and prayers petitions and thanksgivings be made on behalf of all. I hope you heard that. All men. Then, just in case Timothy would not have understood what all meant, just like we can lose sight of what all means, Paul notes a specific part of that all so that they not be left out, which Without explaining all the details of what life was like then when this was written, it's pretty easy to understand in what I'm about to read next, who Paul would have assumed they would have been leaving out of that all men, even if you don't understand or don't know the why. And you tell me if this sounds familiar to us, even though we do know the why of today. So Paul says, pray on behalf of all men. Here we go, verse 2. For kings and all who are in authority. Why? Listen to this. So that we may lead a peaceful, tranquil, and quiet life in all godliness and dignity. And if that's not enough, brace yourself again for verse 3. This is good and acceptable in the sight of God, our Savior, who desires all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. You know, two weeks ago, when I was teaching on this passage um, and been thinking on it for uh, about a month or so, um, I I asked the following set of questions after reading this same passage, and, and I guess it would be helpful for you to know we've also, in our class, been talking about really trying to be as specific as possible in our praying. So here we go. I want to ask you the following same set of questions right here that I asked them in that class. Number one, if we apply this passage to us today, who should we be praying for? Who are the kings and those in authority? And the answer from the class was, well, you know, the president or the vice president or our elected officials, right? Like that's kind of a no-brainer. So the next question, number two, I said, okay, now tell me, when is the last time you prayed for our president? And guess what the answer was? 
someone in the back hollered out, well, which one? <laughs> and honestly, I, I didn't need to go any farther than that because the point was made, but I still did. You see, those of you with any biblical knowledge at all know and don't need me to read to you all the places that talk about us not being conformed or conforming to the pattern of this world. We, we're called to be different. And so while our minds immediately jump to the world and what I heard on CNN or what I heard on Fox or, or what I read on Twitter, like, well, well, he's not my president or she's garbage or he lied or she is this and he is that. Well, guess what? As much as you may like or dislike whoever is our king, uh, air quotes, or our authority. Again, let me let me ask this. When is the last time you prayed for him or prayed for her? So regardless of your feelings in favor or not in favor or voted or didn't vote for Joe Biden or Kamala Harris or those of you listening in Florida, our governor Ron DeSantis, regardless of our feelings in favor or out of favor with all of, all of those that are due to run in this election that's right around the corner, are you praying for him? Are you praying for her? Are you praying for them? Are you praying for them specifically? And are you praying for them by name? But, but Jed, like how in the world? Like, dude, you're officially off your rocker. Well, can I go back to last week real quick when I asked, do you, do we, Really, and I mean really, truly, do we want peace? Like this passage in 1 Timothy chapter 2 says to me, man, Jed, you've spent three or four years of your life complaining and arguing and doing the very same thing the world is doing when all the while as a Christian, the good and acceptable thing to do in the sight of God is to being, be doing your part individually and our part collectively as his church to be praying for all men, no exceptions, no exclusions. You know, honestly, I, I don't know any of these men and, and women that run this country outside of what the news tells me. So regardless of what I choose to believe or not believe in regards to, to what the news tells me about them, one thing I, I will personally aim to do more of is pray for them by name, pray for the situations I hear about that they have to make decisions on, and, and not exclude them from my entreaties and, and prayers and petitions and even thanksgivings that God's people need to be making on behalf of all men. Why? So that we, so that I, so that my kids, so that my grandchildren in the future may lead quiet and peaceful lives. I don't know about y'all, but Lord knows that our kings and our authorities they need us now more than ever to be knocking on his door on their behalf. Let's do that. I promised you last week, short and sweet today. So there you have it. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening today. And I'll talk to you next week.